You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, July 26th. Each month, UC San Diego campus staff come together for a virtual staff town hall for information and updates. Panelists include leaders and experts from across the campus and health, sharing their expertise and answering questions from our vibrant staff community. So you might be wondering when the next one will be scheduled. Well, you don't have to wait long. It's tomorrow from 10.30 a.m. to 11.45. Topics will include information on the future of staff town halls, human resources updates with Terry Winbush speaking on grace, campus construction and transportation updates, and finally, staff association updates featuring the Chicanx Latinx Staff Association. To find more information, visit the events section of the Blink homepage and click on Staff Town Hall. Register to attend and submit your questions. And also of note, the next IT Services SMT AMA will take place next Tuesday, August 1st at 9 a.m. Gosh, next Tuesday is already August 1st, huh? Wild. This AMA of our SMTs is held quarterly, and the sessions are designed to encourage your questions about any relevant topic at any time leading up to and during the event. Zoom information and the link to submit your questions in advance can be found in the invitation email, sent to ITS All on July 13th. That's the news for this week. Now let's send it over to Mr. Paul Kruger for another compelling installment of This Month in Tech History. Hello, and welcome to This Month in Tech History. This is your host, Paul Kruger, and this is definitely not an AI-generated voice. I'm super serious. This month in July, we're going to go back up into the stars into space exploration once again. But we're going to be focusing on one specific event in tech history for the month of July. And I'm serious, this isn't AI, I'm just being silly. But before we get to that one specific event in July tech history, I'm going to go over a couple of other space exploration events that happened in other Julys. For example, July 1850, Vega became the first star other than the sun to be photographed. July 1976, the American Viking One lander successfully lands on Mars after taking the famous face on Mars photo. In July 1998, Japan launches the Nozomi probe to Mars, joining the United States and Russia as space exploring nation. July 2011, NASA's space shuttle program ends with the landing of space shuttle Atlantis on mission STS-135. July 2015, NASA's New Horizons probe performs its first flyby of Pluto and completes its initial survey of the solar system and continues on to photograph Kuiper Belt objects beyond the solar system. July 2016, the Juno space probe arrives at Jupiter and begins its 20-month survey of the planet. And July 2021, Richard Branson becomes the first non-astronaut civilian to be launched into space with his own spaceship on his weird Virgin Galactic spacecraft. But let's focus on something that's a little bit more important to human history not weird rich guys in spaceships. We're talking about the Apollo 11 mission. On July 16, 1969, Apollo 11, the first mission to land astronauts on the moon, is launched from Kennedy Space Center aboard a Saturn V rocket. On board is crew Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins. 
So the space race was pretty much at its peak in the 1960s between the United States and the Soviet Union, and the moon was considered the finish line. So after traveling four days, the lunar module known as Eagle separated from the command module known as Columbia, carrying Armstrong and Aldrin toward the lunar surface. And then finally, on July 20th, 1969, with just seconds of fuel remaining, Armstrong guided the Eagle towards the lunar surface and made a soft landing. The Eagle has landed. Hours later, Neil Armstrong descended the ladder and set foot on the lunar surface, uttering those immortal words, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. There's a little bit of a debate saying that he meant to say that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind, which would make more sense, right? One small step for a man, that's me, and then a giant leap for mankind, that's all of us. But I think he messed it up. That's why there was that pause. And then the second part was just like, I had a little bit. <laughs> that's just my opinion. As Armstrong and Aldrin conduct experiments, collect samples, and unfurl the American flag, they symbolize the triumph of human spirit and the pursuit of knowledge. After spending approximately 21 hours on the lunar surface, Armstrong and Aldrin rejoined Collins on the command module. And then the command module splash, splashed down safely in the Pacific Ocean on July 24th, 1969. The command module itself was then transferred to the Smithsonian Institution and was displayed at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., which I got to see personally this past May. It was pretty amazing to see the Apollo 11 command module alongside a special display of Neil Armstrong's lunar surface spacesuit, which was unveiled for its 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission in 2019. Now, during the mission, the astronauts had personal preference kits or PPKs, little small bags containing personal items of significance that they wanted to take with them on the mission. Each bag was only half a pound each. Uh, three of them were on the Columbia and two of them were on the Eagle. Neil Armstrong's PPK for the Eagle was, contained a little teeny piece of wood from the propeller of the Wright Brothers' actual 1903 Wright Flyer and a piece of fabric from its wing, which, by the way, is also on display at the Smithsonian Institution, which I also saw. But the cool thing is he took those pieces of the right flyer to the moon and back kitty hawk to tranquility base it was known as commemorating the 66 years of human space flight from its inception to its pinnacle it's pretty safe to say that because humans haven't really flown anywhere past the moon so i would say that 1969 is the pinnacle of human space flight we've gone faster we've sent objects farther but human flight has not gone farther than the moon so the piece of fabric uh, and the wood from the airplane are actually in between the two displays. You got the Apollo 11 on one side, the right flyer on the other, and the piece of fabric and the piece of wood right there in between. Humans left the moon for the very last time in December of 1972 aboard the Apollo 17 mission. And no spacecraft designed to carry humans has ever been in or lunar orbit since. That is until last year's Artemis One mission. Though it was an uncrewed mission, it was still designed to carry humans. It was a first of a series of test launches that will return humans to the moon in the coming years. The crew of Artemis Two was recently announced. I don't know if you know this. 
and it includes Navy Captain Victor Glover, who was briefly stationed at Marine Corps Air Station Miramar as part of VMFAT-101, a F-18 training squadron. He was also part of Astronaut Group 21, alongside someone named Jessica Meir, who earned her PhD in marine biology from Scripps Institution of Oceanography right here at UCSD. Boom, brought it all back to UCSD. I told you I could do it, Mark. Anyway, thank you for joining us on this captivating journey through the Apollo 11 mission. This has been This Month in Tech History with your host, Paul Kruger. Definitely not an AI voice. Stay curious, stay inspired, and keep exploring, and don't record AI-generated podcasts. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.